Hello, Patriots. Welcome to the Patriot Review. It's been kind of a busy week, hasn't it? A lot of stuff going on. We got um, idiotic things like Whoopi getting suspended uh, for only two weeks, which in itself is kind of ridiculous. Of course, anything having to do with the view is ridiculous. And then we have uh, Joe showing every day that he is more and more confused. We have a lot to get to today, specifically about Wisconsin and everything that's going on behind the scenes in the legislature. Um, before we do that, though, I want to share just a, a couple of things. Now, some time ago, I've, I've shown this graphic a couple times, but some time ago we talked about this. Uh, Mussolini, who was a fascist and fascism uh, as a opposed to some of the views that you, you hear. I believe fascism is of the left. Um, being on the right, by definition, is wanting a smaller and smaller government. And fascism, of, of course, is like communism. The government controls everything. So Mussolini used to say that fascism should rightly be called corporatism, as it is the merger of corporate and government power. And we certainly have seen that, haven't we? We've seen uh, the media push the narrative of the left. We've seen social media censoring free speech. And this is why I want to share this graphic. You probably are aware of this, but if you're not, Facebook has taken a big hit today, like, you know, billions of dollars, 260, as high as 260 uh, is what I heard. And this is due to all of us who basically have said enough is enough. We're not going to go on your app anymore. We're not going to use Facebook now that there's many more social media platforms coming out that are available. So that's a great thing. And just a reminder that we can make a difference. Um, we can rise up and vote with our dollar, if you will. And I think that's important to remember and it's important to say. And I would say that for me personally, my latest one is McDonald's. Uh, you know, if, um, if they're going to be the woke corporation that they've decided to be, well, especially, I'm talking about the Ronald McDonald House and kicking out the children with leukemia because their parents aren't vaccinated. If they're going to do that, then I don't need a hamburger or cheeseburger that much. You know, I'll go to someone else um, that I like better anyway because their quality of their food is not so great. So there's that. Um, we have... More news coming out on January 6th. We have an article on Roseanne Boylan, who died, and originally the um, coroner said that her cause of death was um, a overdose on prescription meds. We know that's not true. Not true. We have her on video now, unfortunately, um, being trampled, and we have the Capitol Police. We have one Capitol Police officer a female who is beating on her while she's unconscious with her stick. And um, we also have a, a black gentleman who has come forward and reported on a lot of this. And of course that part wasn't shown, especially if there's a black gentleman in the frame because they don't want to ruin the narrative that, you know, everybody who supports Trump is a racist, which of course is ridiculous. Um, so, you know, this whole thing is starting to come out. There's still, 14,000 hours plus that Nancy won't release uh, footage that would show the truth about what happened. On the election front, we have information coming out from Pennsylvania that now uh, proves that 40% of the 2020 ballots were 
unconstitutional or illegal. And of course, Trump would have won by two to one in that state. Now, Mike Pence came out this week and showed what a rhino he really is. And by the way, that's really what this show is about, uh, the rhinos. Uh, but but uh, this episode, anyway. Now, Mike Pence came out and he said he disagrees with Trump. You know, Trump is wrong. There's no way he could have overturned the election. That's not what that's not what Trump or his supporters said. What we said is in states like Pennsylvania, you have um, basically constitutional uh, laws that were broken. And in the case of Pennsylvania, it was twice. It was both the court allowing changes to the election and uh, how votes are tabulated, how long they have, and that sort of thing. And it's not the court's purview to do that. It's the legislature's purview. They were not. They did not do that. Therefore, that is not constitutional and illegal. The court cannot simply decide to do that. Courts don't make laws. They make sure that their uh, justice is, is dealt out and that they're followed. So 40% of the ballots, no good. Trump would have won. They went ahead and certified the electors anyway. And that is what Mike Pence could have made different. He could have said, "This is these can't count because they're against the Constitution. I'm going to send it back to the state, and the state's going to have to decide what to do with it. And that is absolutely not what he did, as you know. So, you know, I think we all know that he probably just ended his political career. At least I hope so. We also have that we have the fact that the left is always, always protective of those who commit illegal acts. We have Vice President Harris, who, as you know, uh, bailed a lot of people out, arranged for bail bail funding, at least, for those people that were burning and rioting and looting, uh, assaulting and murdering in the summer uh, under BLM and Antifa flags, if you will. Uh, of course, the DOJ will come out and the FBI will be used to pick on parents and attack parents and break down parents' doors, literally, with, you know, 20 uh, heavily armed goons who come in from the FBI and they, they're used to intimidate people but not charge anybody. In the meantime, we have nobody holding these fraudsters accountable and uh, that is something that certainly needs to happen. Um, the other thing that uh, came out is Trump held a rally, uh, Texas rally in Conroe, Texas on Saturday, I believe it was, of last week. And the rhinos came out and they said that uh, Trump should have no, never said that he'll pardon the January 6th protesters if he wins the election. Well, we're going to have a, a special episode next weekend. And we're going to talk with uh, a, a gal who is directly involved in the effort to bring, to bring justice for those political prisoners that are being held in D.C. and... Uh, you know, basically they were put in there because they uh, have a different political opinion and they're Trumpers. And there may be a few in there that are that are in there that, you know, did something. But the fact is nobody, nobody would be held for as long as they've had over a year now uh, for what they did. We have protesters who did some damage. And of course, you know, in the extent that it actually is the law that they violated, they should be held accountable. But you got uh, rhinos like Lindsey Graham, who we have to remove and never let come back. He uh, 
was out there begging for a year to get con contributions so he wouldn't lose his seat. He was begging and whining and crying about that. And then he turns around and, you know, he's a complete traitor. Uh, he violates his oath just like the rest of the rhinos violate their oath, and that's the truth of it. So these people, political prisoners, are being charged with, you know, at most trespassing. They are not allowed to see their family members. They are not allowed to have Bibles, but they are given um, promotional magazines or magazines that are Islamic. Um, and there's all kinds of other stuff going on there. And we'll get into that next week. But, you know, again, the, the disparity between the two is ridiculous. Now, Dinesh D'Souza, who is one of my favorite um, analysts, I would say, is coming out with a new movie called 2000 Mules. And I'll, um, I'm going to show you this preview. Now, Nancy, uh, I saw your email. Thank you for, for sending me that email and bringing attention to it. Nancy's, I think, one of my uh, most loyal viewers and, and commenters, so I appreciate that. But uh, for everybody else, if you haven't seen this preview yet, um, I think that the per proverbial stuff, you know what I mean, is going to hit the fan and we're going to actually see some facts start to come out. So I want to show you this this trailer real quick here if you haven't seen it already. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. He lost a fair and secure election. The most secure election in American history. Really? All those of you volunteered and worked the polls, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. This one mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. He's not alone. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. Leaving no fingerprints. Snapping photos to get paid. A coordinated ring of illegal vote harvesting in all the key states where the election was decided. They've delivered us a clear victory. Game over. That is going to be big. I'm looking forward to that coming out. Dinesh's movies are always awesome and they're always factual. And... Uh, you know, they, the left doesn't have an argument for them. It's almost like there was a gal on Facebook this last during this last week that uh, uh, once I shared some facts with her, she first berated another person, actually, uh, called them ignorant, called them willfully ignorant. Well, it turns out she was just another useful idiot. Um, I won't say her name, but, I'm, you know, I almost thought about it because these idiots, uh, they, they should be called out. Now, she uh, was harping on this guy, you know, and uh, what happened was there was a video that was sh shown of uh, my hometown and it was an old video of a homecoming and all kinds of other stuff like from 19, who knows, 70 or earlier. And um, part of that showed little kids uh, 
trick-or-treating in Indian costumes. And, of course, she made a comment about hating that and whatever. And uh, the gentleman called her woke, which she certainly is, and she attacked him. And, you know, I tried to, to, to educate her, basically, because she's, she's the one calling him ignorant, uh, educate her on slavery around the globe, the truth about whites being enslaved before, during, and after the Emancipation Proclamation in Africa, the fact that land exchanged among tribes in the, the new land, the new North America, and that those wars caused that land being uh, taken over by different tribes and, and going back and forth, and all kinds of other facts. And of course, she smiles like every, every uh, liberal who has no argument. She, re she replies with the laugh emoji, which is pathetic. Um, you know, so there's, there's all kinds of people out there on the left that we already have to try to, um, I won't say well, fight against, I guess, but I, I'm trying to say win in the, in the, in the, in the, the public square of ideas and they refuse to actually listen to anything, uh, a lot of them. But what makes it worse is this rhinos, you know, condemning Trump for saying that he's going to pardon the January 6th protesters. Rhinos like Lindsey Graham, who, you know, who makes no bones about thinking these people that he just begged for months and months to contribute to his campaign so he can sit there and do nothing like he's done for years and years. And so he can sit there and, and uh, be the deciding vote on left-wing radical judges that uh, legislate from the bench. It's time for him to go. It's time for Pence to go. It's time for rhinos to go period. And in the election, uh, you know, there's all kinds of evidence of the election being stolen. That proof is coming out. That proof is real. Uh, it takes time to do investigations and it's hard enough to fight the liberals when you have to fight the rhinos as well. So today's show is about the rhinos in Wisconsin who are the biggest hurdle to get over to actually doing something about the fraud that was perpetrated on the American people uh, on November 3rd of 2020. And some people say, hey, move on or, you know, whatever. But you don't move on from a, a coup, you know. They took our country away and they're fascists. And we're going to do a show on that in the next few weeks too. The true fascists out there uh, beyond the gulag and beyond uh, the January Sixers being held as political prisoners illegally on trumped up charges that don't amount to more than trespassing. I'm talking about beyond that, the, the fascism that is now the form of government that we have, where people think they can just knock down your door because you have a certain opinion and put you in handcuffs and drag your kids around by their hoodies. That's what that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Uh, absolutely unconstitutional, absolutely un-American, absolutely fascist, and absolutely something we cannot tolerate. And Facebook shows, as do the Canadian truckers and farmers show, that your voice is enough to make a difference. And look, notice how little Trudeau ran away and he's in hiding because the people are making themselves known. And then what he says is, oh, they're racist. And he, he calls them all these names. He calls them the fringe. When in reality, he's the fringe. He's the fascist. He's the corporatist. He is the little Hitler. He is the little wannabe dictator. He is the black-faced moron who really is the racist when it comes down to it. And we have a lot of that here. And I'm fortunate enough to know 
um, have been introduced to anyway and know. Soslin Tiemensen, who's been on this show before, I'm going to have him talk about Wisconsin in particular. I think you'll find it very interesting. Now, before I go into that, I do want to show you uh, this document, which is the original uh, Supreme Court uh, investigation submittal document for Mike Lindell and his and his uh, his campaign to get the election overturned. So within this document, there's the key states and everything that happened. So I am going to make this available, but what you should know, and I had somebody email me and ask me this question, what you should know is that um, the attorneys generals are making modifications to this. Um, they have to get into agreement before they're going to submit it. So it isn't dead. You know, the left is, is saying, I think that it's dead and, and Lindell was just shooting his mouth off where the truth is that they want to make sure that this thing is is uh, put together right. And this is just the state of Wisconsin here. And you can go through and see, you know, what uh, what was done during the election and what evidence is there. And of course, this is part of the problem. The evidence is changing on a regular basis. So that makes it more difficult. And I think that, um, that um, get back to the full screen here. I think I think that uh, you know the part of the reason maybe for the wait is that there's more and more evidence coming out, and I think even Dinesh D'Souza's movie would lend um, some urgency. I, I, this is the word I'm looking for. Lend some urgency to getting this uh, getting this done right and to getting the uh, the decision from the Supreme Court that really is a just decision. Uh, of course, we know we have the Hurdle Roberts, who him, who uh, he himself has proven he's uh, a rhino at best uh, at most times. So that's kind of pathetic to understand. So one more thing before uh, the uh, Wisconsin video, I want to show you just a brief clip to remind you that there are moments in time that Joe Biden has uh, some coherent thought and. I want to show you this little clip and remember that he said this shortly after the election. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. So there we have it, the moment of truth, the real moment of honesty from Joe Biden. Uh, he very well knows, and the proof is shown that this this uh, election issue, this this false uh, uh, election, this fake election, this staged election, that it could have been happening and probably was happening for years. And you know, I don't know what's so bad. Uh, I don't know why the left gets so upset about people just wanting to have fair and open elections and investigating to make sure that that's what we have and to make what right what was wrong and to go forward and and giving every American an equal voice. That's what we want to do. Why is that a problem? That is That should not be a problem. Everybody should want to do that and make sure that um, that the elections are fair. But, you know, when it comes to power and money, 
those are those those expose evil and i think that's precisely what we've been seeing so uh that is enough of the soapbox for me uh i am going to show you this interview with sazlin i'll be right back after this and have some more uh comments and then i have an interview with um Retired Captain Robert Firth, who is a blogger on the site. He's a TPR contributor. He's got a new book out, and we're going to take a look at that. So uh, right now we're going to go to the Wisconsin election issues, and we'll talk with Soslin. I'd like to welcome back to the show Mr. Soslin Tiemensen. Now, Soslin was a gentleman, if you remember, who was born in Russia and came to America. We had a really good conversation a couple episodes back. But one of the other things that you're doing, Soslin, is you are very active in Wisconsin. And we have been talking a little bit back and forth. And you have a couple updates you'd like to share with us. So we're specifically talking about the 2020 election, right? Yep. So what's been going on? I know there's been um, a lot in the news. Seems like there's some infighting uh, uh, in the assembly and uh, the House in particular. What uh, what information do you have for us? So what's happened is that there's just more than infighting. There's attacks. Um, you have one representative and his staff attacking another representative um, because what's happening is that this representative from a district, he's getting phone calls from constituents mm -hmm. asking to do something with the voter integrity and with the 2020 election. And so what's happening is that because they're getting bombarded with calling and because we have one state representative, um, he is busy trying to push this uh, voter fraud in 2020. And so what, <clears throat> what's happening is that there's so much frustration built up that what the Speaker of the Assembly, he's pushing it on delegations or he's pushing some, he's pushing this representative and it's just like a big domino effect. But what happened, yeah, so that's what's pretty much it. And it's getting a little bit, it, it was out of hand a couple of weeks. Actually, last week, it was out of hand. Okay, so we have a little background. We have um, uh, Timothy Ramthan, who is uh, rightfully, I think, and uh, courageously putting through or trying to put through a, he's got that a resolution be... out there, right? A resolution to bring down the 10 electors um, of the state of Wisconsin in the 2020 election because he has given um i guess 16 specific violations is what i was told right yep. and so you got uh, let me just make sure i'm getting this right so you got one group that is really um looking at the 2020 election wanting to go back wanting to to and, and again in my opinion rightfully so wanting to pull down those electors because there, it was definitely fraudulent based on the facts that they have. And then yep. you have the other, and surprisingly, the other side is also Republican that are yep. that are fighting, right? Yep, and, and here's the thing, is that <clears throat> with the whole looking at the states, you have Speaker Voss, which I'm going to name because everybody knows that, you know, I think it's respectable. So when they said that, you know, this broke news saying, hey, you know what, we're finally doing a full forensic audit. But what the media doesn't tell you and what other people aren't telling you is out of Wisconsin, you know how much percentage out of the whole state is getting audited? And you know what county? It's Racine County. It's only 15% of the state. Mm -hmm. So my, and my question is, I have for Voss is, 
why only 15% of the state? And how is it only in Racine County? Well, because the reason why it's only in Racine County is because somebody got caught. And see, and what's also disturbing about the whole thing is Robin Foss and a representative and a small group of them already knew that President Trump was going to lose four weeks prior to November 3rd of 2020. Now, how do you know that? How do you know that? How do I know that? Uh, because uh, a representative uh, told me inside sources of uh, two different representatives that told me about it and they confirmed it. So this is and, firsthand. This is firsthand knowledge. I mean, you were told this directly from your contacts that are representatives within the state and for the state of Wisconsin. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, and then also if I'm, you know, I, I have no problem naming Voss. I uh, also understand that there may be some question about his signature allowing these drop boxes in the state. Um, do you know if that's true? Oh, that's very well true. Okay. Uh, and, and the whole thing is that the drop boxes are actually out of nursing homes and there are, um, right by the Madison area park benches. Uh, so where people can just drop off the uh, boxes. And, and the whole thing is that he's just allowing that to happen. And I guess, and from my inside sources, the only reason why, I, the only reason why Speaker Voss is just being very complacent and he, and what happened is that this past week, he took over Timothy Rantham. He got rid of his staff and not only that, but he assigned new people that did, Timothy Rampton didn't know. And Timothy Rampton, the guy that was working for Timothy Rampton that was doing the voter thing, he did it for absolutely free. He was not asking for money. He wasn't doing anything for a single penny. Kind of makes and, you wonder who those new people are loyal to, doesn't it? It does. It makes you yeah, very it, yeah. questions, yes. Yeah. So then you got, uh, then you got uh, the, uh, right. the gubernatorial election coming up. So you have loyalties to... Uh, Rebecca Clayfish, right? And you have yeah. you have other candidates out there that are that are more pro-Trump, and uh, so you have the you have the Republican infighting going on for it sounds like several different reasons. But I wanted to show too that we have um, Timothy Rampton. If you want to go to his what the website, um, now this is just part of the Wisconsin Legislature website, so you can go and you can look under under this and see that. Um, you know, this resolution to reclaim, now this is a, I don't know how many, 70 plus slides. And this deals specifically with what happened and what evidence was found. And again, that is right here on the uh, 121-2022 submission. You can see that resolution to reclaim full package presentation. Underneath that is the resolution, uh, resolution itself. And uh, that is in a PDF file. Um, and this is uh, Resolution 120, is that correct? Yes. So that is, if you're going to contact, if you're in the state of Wisconsin, or even if you're not in the state of Wisconsin, you know, I, I would encourage people, because we all have skin in the game, right? I mean, what happens across the states and the swing states in particular is if these electors come down, well, then Biden, uh, Biden is no longer president. And I know that, you know, my opinion, he never was president, but that's neither here yeah. nor there. But uh but I know that, um, you know, so every American has standing because what happens in one state can affect the vote in another. It, it, it's a domino effect. And yeah. did you know that Wisconsin was the most fiscal or, or the most, they had the most strategy on the state of Wisconsin? And my, and on the inside sources as well. So my state representative uh, that doesn't, like he is along with Robin Bosswagon. So we live in Market County, or I, I reside in Market County. 
Well, guess what he decides to do in Market County? He said that our county was the top five county that had the most voter fraud. Well, he asks that it he asks that it be sealed and that the uh, that the people that were in charge of the voter machine out of Minneapolis come down to clean the machines immediately. And now he was at a he was at our uh, county party, and better yet, he's been at the Democratic Party saying that, hey, you know what? We got to work on this resolution. We got to work on taxing bicycles and uh, taxing the Amish. So he, the other day, he was telling people, you know, I was there myself. He's like, you know what? We had to, we knew, I knew that Trump was going to lose. We knew that way before this election. But what I had to tell the public was how to handle it. And that's what we're trying, that's what they're trying to get to. And now they're trying to figure out the whole payout situation with $108 million that I asked him about. So when he says, when he says, like, we knew that he was going to lose, did they know that the vote was fixed or did they just, was it just their opinion that Biden was going to win? The vote was fixed because so, why, were, because why, I asked him, I'm like, so why are you so, why were you so eager to clean out the voting machines immediately? Why so, why were you well, so yeah. eager to see the, and another thing is, and why are you, and I asked him, I went to his office. And the first question I asked is, where's $108 million that you guys got for Dominion machines? And he asked me, he's like, you're, how, you're not supposed to know about that. How did you know that? I'm like, well, I read in the COVID bill uh, that was passed by Dodo Biden, who is a fake president. Yeah. But, but the whole thing is that, and I asked him, I'm like, so why aren't you doing that? Why would you want to do a fair, transparent election? Why would you want to do a full, transparent investigation? Why can't we push an audit in Market County? If you say that we got one of the top five counties that had the voter fraud, what are you afraid of? What he's afraid of is that there was crooked play in it and that he and Robin Voss knew that Trump was going to lose and that the vote was fixed. Because if you really wanted to be fair, if you want to be transparent, then why don't you allow a fair count? And, and better yet, Market County did not even have a fair count. We didn't do a re recount because he's like, oh, okay, Biden won handily in Market County. Well, why, is he, why was he reelected? Why was he elected as a freshman representative if Biden won? Do you have do you have anything that that uh, shows as direct evidence that this was known ahead of time? You know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying is the trusted build is what it was called. Where they're going to come back and they're going to wipe out the memory uh, of the 2022 election, and they did that in, in a lot of states. I don't know how many. I did I did know that Wisconsin was going to go ahead and do that. I don't know how far that got. But if there's no there there, then why are the Racine County uh, the Racine County Sheriff putting felony charges against five of the six Wisconsin election commissioners, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you have um, Zuckerbuck, his his dumping of over $400 million in cash into the election. And put and he's the one who really funded these drop boxes, in my understanding, right? So, yep. so as far as the involvement of these different representatives, have you seen any direct evidence on paper that says, hey, you know, this is this is our strategy. We know he's going to lose. Um, it, does that smoking gun exist to your knowledge? So that's so I have pressed on it like constantly, and it's funny because that representative I asked him directly. The funny part is he blocked my number and he blocked my email, so I can't email him or I can't do anything about. <laughs> and and uh, and he's your representative, good. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so he can't, he, he can't, uh, he, he can't hear from his constituent because he doesn't like what you're saying. No. Well, if I was a Democrat, he might love it since yeah. he loves showing those meetings. But, wow. and, and well, get this. So market County alone, you know how much Zuckerberg market County had? I don't. 
five over five hundred thousand dollars. And you know how and out of the five hundred thousand dollars, you know how much population is Market County? About fifty two thousand people live in Market County. Wow. So so what's I mean, right there and then there's red flags because and even as an eyewitness, I was um, um, a poll observer in Madison, Wisconsin at the 15th Ward. I experienced it myself where I had to stand 50 feet back and they're like, you can't watch, you can't watch. And these vans pulled up and I told my representative and the only way I can get to my representative is by speaking at the meetings, you know, and I, I told him, I'm like, hey, you know what, what are you going to do about the people that showed up in vans at the 15th Ward that had Illinois license plate? And he's like, well, they're probably just borrowing vans and they're probably just renting vans because, you know, they're excited to get out the boat. And I'm like, well, half of the people didn't have IDs. He's like, well, he's like, well, as long as they had a piece of paper saying what residence they live in, then they're okay. See, yeah. this is, these are the rhinos that are ruining the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, so have you, have you filed a, a whistleblower account. I know that Lindell's got on his uh, uh, Frank speech. I know you can go through there and fill out a report saying what you saw during the election. Um, so oh. you might want to consider that if you haven't. But So that is something else we saw across the country where you have vans pulling up at three in the morning and dumping boxes and boxes of ballots. We have one guy in Georgia that came out, said that he made 45 grand off of, you know, these these ballot harvesting basically which is you know not legal and go ahead and with the ballot harvesting what they do is that in Racine and what they did in Harris Villa which is in Westfield Wisconsin they go to the nursing homes and here's what's sick about it they go specifically in the dementia area where they don't know like and this is elderly abuse see and and you know, I want I want accountability and I want to say why did you have to go straight to the dementia area and you don't know, just leave those people alone. And that's what they did. That's what they ballot harvested it on. And what also happened was that, you know, with, with Robin Boss and, and I guess when you, I guess when you pay $5,000, when somebody forces you pay $5,000, I guess you're going to have to do it in order to keep your committee. And that's what, if you don't pay Robin Boss $5,000 and he shuts you up and then he gives you the dumpy committees, so no wonder why he uh, is on the COVID committee and he's second chair. That explains everything. Well, Jesus, you know, if, if, if everything you're saying is actually what's happening, then we have people within the state of Wisconsin abusing their power and violating the rights of every citizen. And those folks need to be dealt with. And, you know, I guess my question to you is, what do you hear from the context that you do have is, uh, what can be expected in the near future, if you know? Well, the only <clears throat> so the only way that we can get a hold of those representatives is you blow up their phones, you know, and you write letters and you send emails. But it's pretty hard when, in, in my sense, it's pretty hard when they block you on certain things. And then you just show up. I just showed up at the Capitol. I said, hey, can I just have a seat or can I just answer some questions? Because clearly you won't want to talk to me. Um, and so I have to say, um, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was heading back from Madison, and I got and I told my I told uh, my consist my my uh, insider. I said, "Hey, my car was sideswiped by a Wisconsin government vehicle at 45 miles an hour in broad daylight. So something seems to be wrong uh, wow. when you're reveal when you're revealing the truth." And 
uh, my constituent, he's like, he thinks it was an inside job, and he's looking into that. That's saying how it's a little bit odd. How it well, was that's not only odd, that's that's frightening that they would go to that extreme. Um, but you can always change, you can always create a new email address. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so yeah, so you said Marquette County. So, I mean, people can figure out who the who the representative is there you're talking about. But, um, man, if something like that's happening, you know, I guess it wouldn't surprise me. Look at what the FBI's done with January 6th and being involved in that. Um, it just seems like, you know, there there's an all-out coup that's been in the in process even before the November election in 2020. And COVID has, is one of the chess pieces that's on the board that's being used to manipulate uh, the government and to control the population. Uh, thankfully, we're seeing that crumble, you know, but uh, we'll definitely want to follow up more with you. And if you hear, you hear more news, come back and share it with us. That'd be awesome. And uh, so be before I leave, <clears throat> so this is very important to your viewers. So right now we have the primaries for the election for your governor. Mm -hmm. Robin Voss is doing, Robin Voss is telling everyone to support this particular candidate because at the end in the summer in June when the National Republican Convention or when Wisconsin Republican Convention meets, there's going to be this massive vote. But the problem is, is that your vote really doesn't matter because it's your state assembly that gets to vote. It's the Republican caucus that gets to vote of who they're going to back the candidate and who they're going to give money to. And so you need to contact who, whatever district you live in, you need to contact and say, no, we want a fair, transparent election. We want, we, the people want to vote for this next candidate because we know that we know uh, polls are looking at like Rebecca Clayfish is uh, going to be the runner up. And that's not fair to Jonathan Wickman and to other candidates that are running for governor, because what about that transparency? And see, and that's the thing that is, that's a lot of infighting as well, because a lot of people say, uh, my insider and a couple other people that I know from inside that have state senate, they think that's what's going on. And they think that's like we need, they want people to address it. And so it's by contacting your state representative and say, hey, we need to stop the vote and allow a fair, transparent, and we need to get Robin Voss out of Speaker of the House. Because if we remove Speaker of the House, if we remove Robin Voss, you're going to, we're going to have a fair, transparent, because he's not running for re-election, because right. he's going to be on like a Clayfish's cabinet, supposedly. So right there and then, that, that's red flags all over. If you know that you're going to be in her cabinet, my question is, what are they going to do? What else is in their back pocket? And we should question that. Yeah, agreed, absolutely. And you can obviously go to the Wisconsin uh, the legislation well, uh, legislator website and, and check out Ram Ramthan and all his data and stuff and follow along with that. And, you know, I guess the thing that I'd say to all uh, fellow Wisconsin citizens is that uh, don't sit at home. Don't think that none of this is important. Don't just think that everything's already determined and so your vote doesn't count. I mean, you, that's the certain way not to get this thing straightened out. So contact people, keep contacting them, whoever your representative is. I frankly write a letter to all of them, <laughs> you know, and they all give me the form letter coming back. And it's funny, in specifically relating to the 2020 election, it was the same form letter that I got back from several of them, you know. In uh, those are the folks, the rhinos especially, that are trying to make the status quo continue to be the status quo, and that's what we got to stop. So um, 
Anything else you want to share before we go? Um, one other thing is, so with your county party, you know, we have this insider he and it's multiple sources on the inside. This what blew my mind. So you know how if, if an individual is, for example, if Sam is part of the Republican Party for that county, we're going to say, I'll gain me Republican Party. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he's like, you know what? I want to contribute five dollars for this for the Republican Party. Well, you don't really know. And when and then after you contribute the five dollars, then it goes to then the county party's like, OK, we're going to back this candidate and give him money. But what you're really doing is you're giving money to Robin Voss. You're paying his phone bill and you're paying him. And I think that we need to really push on saying, hey, you know what? That needs to stop. And that's what we also need to do. And my push is don't don't do not donate to your Republican Party because yeah. you're, you're just going to donate to Robin Voss and he demands it. He's like a brat. He's like, no, if you don't give me it, like what happened to Timmy Thrampton? He didn't pay the 5000 So he got the leftover committee on the voter integrity. Now, Robin Voss, who's a bully, took that um, underneath of him. That's just absolutely wrong. Well, I think you don't have to really worry uh, a whole lot about that. It's important to say what you just said, but. I think the American people are sick of their phone blowing up and they're getting all these requests for money and it's all this generic, you know, red wind type of stuff. And, um, you know, so, so I agree, you know, if you've got a candidate you want to support, go directly to that candidate, support that candidate and uh, make sure that money gets to who you want it to get to. So, yep. Well, thanks Soslin for the update and we'll have you back. We'll keep going on this and, um, We'll be watching what happens, of course, and hopefully uh, Tim Ramthun is successful. So we'll see you again yeah. soon. All right, Jeff. May God bless, and remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Amen, brother. All right. You ever wonder where the, all the adults in the room are? I mean, this this, cra this craziness has got to stop. We have to stop, I guess, just living in our own little worlds and our own little shell and allowing this uh, abuse, basically, of our rights continue, whether it's uh, leftist fascist or a rhino for that matter. Of course, uh, Speaker Voss is always welcome on this show and can, uh, can rebut anything that's been said. Um, so extend that invitation. Um, but uh, I, you gotta like Sosland. Uh, he's a he's a young guy in his 20s, born in uh, over in Russia, who came to America and realized what America really is supposed to be about, and um, he's standing up. So I think that's awesome, and we'll have him some more, I'm sure, on the show going forward. Um, if you would like to uh, ask questions or make comments, you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. That's redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Of course, the website is redbloodedpatriots.com. You can go there and check out uh, other episodes, past episodes. Uh, the documentary Freedom Waning is there. We have another documentary coming up. So that'll be that'll be good to have on. I think uh, probably spring mid-spring, late spring, that'll be coming out. That is called High Treason, so be looking for that. And uh, when we come back, I have Mr. Robert Firth regarding his new book, Extinction. 
And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. My guest today, welcome back, Captain Robert Firth, retired author, TPR contributor. You may be familiar with Robert's work. Uh, he blogs, does, does some blog submittals for us and has several books for sale uh, in our shop. I encourage you to go check those out. They're very reasonably priced. And uh, Robert is a true patriot. Robert, welcome back. And I know you got a new project you want to talk about. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Um, last month, we finished up uh, my 31st book as a, um, a fictional adventure novel called Extinction. Pretty grim title. Yes, it is. <laughs> and the cover is uh, the co- the cover is uh, <laughs> yeah pretty grim too actually yeah I've I've got it on the screen right now okay um, I want to know who the model is for that is that Obama there it it, it, it could have been at one time the, if you remember the, the big controversy about uh, the villain on some movie or TV show being Obama in the robe <laughs> gotta remind me of that but so extinction True. extinction is the title of the book um, yeah it, it, it you know and it, it looks at where we are today. Uh, it starts off in the present time, and then it moves forward uh, based on you know sort of a, a logical progression uh, up through uh, 2032. And um, the assumption is that what Klaus Schwab and the Davos Seven have said when they wrote the Great Reset, and what we've all read and heard that came out of the United Nations sustainability uh, writings and what Bill Gates has been talking about with uh, lowering the human population. Yeah. So the the book says that uh, the virus that we call uh, COVID-19, SARS-2, um, was like the the flu or a cold or at worst a kind of influenza 
and uh, it was hyped to, to, to make people fearful and drive them to accept uh, this vaccine, right. which in fact, for real, uh, not part of the fiction, for real has, has killed maybe a million people in America already, by the way. Um, and I don't know how many it's made sick, some permanently. Uh, sure. But but then, then then the book says, okay, 200 million Americans or more have been injected. So let's say that the other story is that the graphene oxide and the various metallic components in that they've already discovered in these vaccines reacts to this microwave signal from uh, this 5G. Let's just, that's an assumption. Now the yeah. book takes a jump in, 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 into the future. And uh, because there's there's a reason that Verizon and AT&T are pushing this thing as hard as they are. Now they want this, this these antennas up and working and they want it immediately yesterday. And now you're talking about, speed. you're talking about pushing 5G, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, the speed with which they're pushing it is incredible. And AT&T coming out and telling uh, DirecTV, which they own, that they have to cancel OAN, tells you something about the management of AT&T, that they must be part of this cobble well. to cut down the population of the, uh, of the humans on this earth. Yep. And so the book says, okay, all these people talking about 5G, maybe they're right. Maybe it is harmful and it'll be very harmful on those people who have injected metallic particles from these vaccines. So the book makes a leap into the future when they switch on these signals and which they, they, they try to do simultaneously across the country. They, they get on radios and they work to try to switch these these transmitting signals on at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the minute they do, all the vaccinated people fall dead. Just like we've seen all these athletes and all these newscasters on their cameras falling dead uh, after they've been vaccinated. And there's, there's mm -hmm. a plethora of videos all over the internet showing these people dying. Yes, and there last are. week, uh, some two weeks ago, some 107 airline pilots died, and it was published uh, on the uh, the um, uh, ALPA Airline Pilots Association uh, has a magazine, and in the back of the magazine they have a part called "Gone West," which is part of a poem about the pilots that depart and mm -hmm. fly away, and uh, they had listed their typically all, all the years that I flew for the airlines, there'd be four or five, six or seven names, you know, yeah. mostly guys who retired and just passed away in their eighties, you know? Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, they published a list, 107 pilots in, in, in a month. And well, you know, friends you, of mine, American tells me it's much worse. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. The news is being suppressed, uh, you know, regularly, but, um, but you know, it's starting. There's starting to be all kinds of questions that they just can't answer. Like, why all of a sudden is the the rate of cancer increased so greatly, and 
you know, three hundred percent in the military. In the military, yeah. And three hundred percent. Yeah, and that's, that's outrageous. Yeah, and, uh, then, and then we have the deaths between eighteen and forty-five, or whatever the age was, but young. Indiana, you know, Indiana Life Insurance Company, right? Yeah, so it's like, you know, these are young people. I mean, these are. Yep. Obviously, there's something going on, and you know, if uh, you know, you just well, take the a, life the life insurance company in Canada says if you take the vaccine and die, we're not paying. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Then they try to. Then they try to. It's an experimental drug, and if you take it and die, uh, it's the same as if you flew an experimental airplane. We're not paying. It says so right in the in the fine print. Well, here in America, you know, they try to hide behind, you know, them putting on paper that doctors and hospitals can't be sued for this and all that. But, I mean, that's nonsense. And you're, I think we're going to see huge class action lawsuits saying, hey, well, there's this little thing called the Nuremberg Code. And, yeah. You know. At that point, Jeff, it goes into the criminal system, not absolutely. the civil system. Absolutely. And uh, the, uh, uh, I've got it here. I'll send it to you later. Uh, the Hammersmith Police Department in London um, has already filed criminal charges against some of these vaccine centers, specifically against doctors who have killed children. And um, how about the, Dr. Mengele? I mean, Dr. Fauci. The same thing, is yeah. it? Yeah, I think Mengele. Well, Mengele the wretched would be little dwarf. Envious. <laughs> yeah, a devious, a devious dwarf. Yeah. So back to, back to your book. Um, yeah. I don't want you to give the whole thing away. I mean, so that's the basis of the storyline. Um, yeah. What what happens actually is that there's uh, really honest to God. Don't, uh, don't give it away. Real spoiler. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's just it it it, it explains the title. It, yeah. It's pretty much if you buy the book and read the title, you know that something happened. Yeah, so really, what happens is. There's just a few people left. And yep. what happens in any any species in the world, even a buffalo and deer and humans and lizards, when the population gets down to a certain point and they age out of the childbearing years, the chances of that population dwindling on down further and finally becoming extinct is almost impossible to stop. And, well, uh, I think you ought to write a sequel to this called yeah. <laughs> Selective Selective Extinction. And then we can talk about the people's response to those people that have done this to humanity. Um, so this book, uh, I don't have it up on the website as of today. But um, I think the last copy you sent me, you said there were still some editing going on. So, uh, yeah. I've got it. Uh, it's on now. Uh, I'll send it to you t later today, okay. and, and you'll have it, and uh, you can add it to the uh, to the books that you've got. All right. Uh, I I, uh, w I went over to Sarasota a couple of days ago and spoke about the book in front of a group, um, uh, and um, they were very they they uh, several of them had read the book, and they had all kinds of questions. It was kind of fun. Uh, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, be, because they, they, they were familiar with the plot, so they understood what was happening and wanted to know what my reasons were uh, for making the conclusions that I did. And uh, we talked a lot about 
w w how a species can become extinct, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and so that it was, uh, it was a long drive over there, but I got paid a speaker's fee, which was grand and made me happy. Well, excellent. <laughs> met some really wonderful people and uh, came back uh, the next day and, and good. spent the rest of the day in the hammock. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, you write, you've written quite a, quite a few books and they are available again at redbloodedpatriots.com in the shop. And I know that you also sell your books over Amazon. Uh, I don't know if this book is up there yet, is it? It, it actually, it is uh, for the, uh, the older crowd that wants it in print. Yeah. Um, for th this book has gotten, I mean, a lot of people at the meeting were in their uh, mid twenties, surprising. Um, and uh, it was a, a say a split crowd between the elderly and, uh, and the young. And the book speaks more to the young than to the old because the, the older crowd, even like myself, um, we don't have as much invested in, uh, in the future because we right. don't have much of a future. Right, right. But when you're 25 years old, you're looking at what's happening all around you. It's and a good sign, isn't it? Work, my God, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good sign. So Yeah, I thought so. I so, thought so. So the book is Extinction. I want everybody to check that out. Robert, you got a lot of good books out there, and you don't charge an arm and a leg, as people will see when they go to the website. And uh, we'll definitely have you back in the future to talk about what's going on in your world and uh, talk all things COVID and, and more books yeah. and, and more fun. So yeah. thanks. Thanks I mean, for being here. With, with the news cycle today, Jeff will never and will be never run out of something interesting to talk about. That is until, for sure. Until, until the whole world comes crashing down on our heads. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? Well, we're, we're, let's face it. You and I are in the bunker. We, we, we <laughs> yeah. haven't gone to the barricades yet, but we're in the bunker thinking about it. That's right. <laughs> you got that right, sir. Have a good one. Thanks yes, again sir, for being thank with you. us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there you have it, Robert Firth, in case you don't know him. Uh, Captain Robert Firth retired. He was a Vietnam War pilot. He also was a commercial pilot for years. So he brings a unique and credible uh, view view to, to these topics. He's written, like he said, over 30 books now. So I will be sending out uh, once Extinction is up on my site, redbloodedpatriots.com. I will send out an email notifying everybody who subscribes. So please head over to redbloodedpatriots.com and subscribe. One other thing, um, if you noted the cover and you said, well, that cover is weird. Why choose that color or that cover? Uh, the, the person pictured there is actually uh, a, a true representation of how people would have dressed up to treat people with the plague or smallpox. You have the the long nose. The thought was that the bad air containing the virus or sickness um, wouldn't make it that far. And so that's almost like the first attempt at a respirator. Uh, the robe was that long, covered the full body because they did not want to touch their skin uh, with that uh, that other individual who was sick and also the stick there they used to make little cuts in people and examine people and they prod them and poke them with the stick so the uh the cover is right on the money and that's the history behind that whole garb
this coming Wednesday, I believe, I will have an episode out for you. Um, Renee Grace is coming back. She is the TPR contributor. She's uh, RN, and she is going to talk all things COVID and try to put together. We have several slides that I'll also make available on the website uh, regarding COVID in the new world order. So we'll talk about that. And then next Sunday, we have uh, American Gulag and we have Kara Castronova who's going to come on and she's going to talk about what they are doing to fight for the January Sixers, the political prisoners uh, that are currently uh in, in gulags is what you would have to call it. Um, something that really should be shameful for all Americans and something we should be protesting about just like we're protesting against uh, the mandates. Also, if you like the show, I'd appreciate you going to the Pillow Guy, Mike Lindell's website, mypillow.com. Use the code TPR, that's TPR as in the Patriot Review, and you will get up to 66% off. He's got some great specials going on right now. And I do use the products. I, I do highly recommend them. They're extremely good quality. Um, for example, the slippers are awesome. But one thing that I have that I really like too is his loungewear. I mean, uh, the quality of the sweats and the drawstrings and, and uh, the thermal, thermal wear is awesome. Best I've had in many, many years. So you might want to check that out. And again, use the code TPRMyPillow.com. Go to RedBloodedPatriots.com. Subscribe to get the notification of when Extinction comes out. I'll have it out this week. Tune in Wednesday night for our COVID special next Sunday for our uh, American Gulag special. And we'll see you right back here on the Patriot Review. Thank you very much. And have a great week. <laughs>